So when is off-season travel in Ireland? And what does that even mean? And why should you consider it? I'll be tackling those questions as well as should you take your child out of school to travel to Ireland in today's podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's Traveling in Ireland podcast, covering a few questions today about off-season travel. And I'm really excited actually to talk about this topic because off-season is when we usually travel. So we have a few reasons for that, as well as the question of should I take my child out of school to travel? So there's going to be a lot of information in the podcast today. But first, I want to just let you know, if you are a podcast listener, but you haven't visited the website, there are a lot of tools available at Ireland Family Vacations. IrelandFamilyVacations.com is basically my travel guide to the World Wide Web for all of Ireland. You'll find everything from accommodation recommendations, things to see, places to eat, things to do, broken down county by county on the Explore Ireland page. And if you really don't know where you want to start, I have four completely free itineraries that you can download, and that can help you kickstart your Ireland vacation planning. And whether your trip is in a few months or in a few years or just someday, The Traveling in Ireland newsletter that comes out once a month is filled with tips and tricks and information for traveling in Ireland. So if you haven't checked out the website, irelandfamilyvacations.com, it's just waiting for you to check in and discover Ireland. Now, on with the podcast. So today we are talking off-season travel. So what is off-season? What does that even mean? So travel in general has three seasons, high season, shoulder season, and the low season. And basically what that means is high season is the busiest travel time, shoulder season is a little less busy, and low season is when you see the fewest number of travelers to a specific place. Now in Ireland, the high season begins around the very, very end of May, beginning of June, and lasts through about the middle of September. The shoulder season can last from about mid-March, St. Patrick's Day time through May, and then picks up again at the end of high season, so mid-September through the end of October. And then the low season, the time when Ireland sees the fewest tourists, is November through February. Those are the shorter months, the darker months, and to be quite honest, the months where you're going to have the most volatile weather. So now that you know what those seasons of Ireland travel are, why would you consider going to Ireland in the off season? So the shoulder season or the low season? And there are actually quite a few really great reasons to visit Ireland 
off-season. First of all, your money is just going to go farther. You're going to find some really great travel deals with airfare, car rental goes down in those lower seasons because supply and demand, there just isn't as much demand for the vehicles. So you're going to get a better deal on them. You're going to find more options for accommodation. Those really great expensive castle hotels cost less in the off season. So you're going to find that your money is just going to go farther if you can travel outside of that high season. Another benefit of traveling off season is that the crowds are smaller. Now, in the shoulder season, that may not be saying a lot in Ireland anymore. Ireland's tourism numbers have done nothing but rise in the last decade. So still in you know May and September, even into October, you're going to find quite a few tourists in those popular areas like the Cliffs of Moher and the Burren, Killarney, Dublin City, the Giant's Causeway. All of those places are still going to be busy and they will be really no matter when you visit Ireland. But beyond that, you're going to find the crowds are just smaller, even in those popular places. The crowds in the off season are going to be nothing like the crowds you can encounter in the high seasons of summer, especially July and August. Another great thing about traveling in the off season is that you're going to find more fun in the pubs. So they're not going to be quite as packed, but because the evenings are longer, so your sunset and your sunrise, um, you know, you'll have the, the later sunrise and the earlier sunset. So your evenings are longer and the longer evenings just really means more time to enjoy the culture and connect with people, which from all the questions I receive about Ireland travel is what so many people are looking for. You're really looking for that ability to sit down and have conversations and embrace that Irish culture. And the off season is a perfect time to do that. People are in the pubs, they're in the, in the public houses, they're enjoying a pint, they're enjoying a meal, they're playing music, they're telling stories. It's really a great time to go settle into a place for a little while and become part of the community. Now you do have a few holidays there in the off season. You have Halloween at the end of October, which is an optimal time to go. If you can at all get away over the Halloween break and go to Ireland, it's phenomenal. You'll find quite a few celebrations going on in conjunction with Sowen, which is the, it's actually the new year on the Celtic calendar and the time when the spirit world is said to be as close as possible to the living realm. Um, Halloween really began in Ireland and you'll find celebrations going on all over. And it's just, it's a really, really fun time to visit Ireland. Of course, you have Christmas in December. So from the end of November to mid-December, you have great Christmas markets, um, lots of places to see and to buy and to be a part of really a very lively time in Ireland, even with 
you know, the early nights and the later mornings. It's a great time to visit if you can. Now, just so you know, Ireland in December can get a little more expensive because you do have expats coming home for the holidays. So if you do plan to visit in December, plan ahead. You're, you're going to find some really great deals on airfare if you start looking at airfare in August and September for December. Now, if you're planning to visit Ireland in that off season when the nights do fall earlier, there are a few tips that you're going to want to know. If your plans for the day involve a lot of driving, you'll want to do that earlier. It's just not so fun to try to find a place you've never been in the dark. So if you have a B&B &B or a cottage that is a bit more rural, it's best to arrive to that when there's still some light. Now, if your plan involves, you know, evenings at the pub and wandering around a great village, stay in the town centers and just walk in the evenings. It's a really great way to kind of feel like you're a part of that community. At, when you're visiting in the lower season, because sites are less busy, you can really take the time to speak with the guides. You're going to learn a lot more about the places you visit. This is especially um, noticeable, I suppose you would say, at the OPW, the Office of Public Works sites, because with fewer visitor, visitors, the guides really have the time to answer all your questions and tell you everything you want to know about the place you're visiting. And of course, you don't want to forget to bring hats, gloves, scarves, warm socks, water-resistant walking boots, and anything you're going to need for the weather. So those are my tips for off-season travel. I hope that helped. If not, go ahead and visit the show notes. There's a link to the site on Ireland Family Vacations, and I have an article for you with all the information that I've shared. Now on to the really big question of should I take my kids out of school to visit Ireland? If you've read any of my articles on Ireland family vacations, you know that we travel often in the off season. And while we used to homeschool our kids, this last year they actually were enrolled in our local public schools. And we went to Ireland for three weeks last September and October. So I took my kids out of school to go to Ireland. Now, we were very lucky in the fact that our school system is almost entirely online now. The kids are able to keep up with their classes, do their homework, and turn it in all from a Chromebook. It's a school-provided Chromebook and we're very, very blessed that our school operates in that way. I know that not all schools do. But while that was helpful and our school system was very understanding when we planned our trip, we did a few things that made it a little easier for us to take the girls out of school for the extended period of time. Now, my girls are 11 and 13 now. And I'll be honest, when they were younger, 
it was much easier to travel with them during the school year, even before we began homeschooling. It's just not hard to make up work when they're little, you know, to be quite honest. But now that they're older, they're involved in more things, it can take a little bit more strategic planning to make it work. So what I recommend is if you're planning to take your Ireland vacation during the school year, you first want to check with the school system. Some school systems are going to be very flexible in this way and others, especially private schools, just aren't as flexible. So do check with your school administration first. The next thing you'll want to do is really look at the school schedule. See if there are any short in-service days that you might be able to use so that the kids aren't missing quite as much school. Also check for testing dates and extracurricular activities. You don't want to have your children miss the things that they really enjoy being a part of. Next, you want to speak to your principal, your guidance instructor, or individual teachers, and let them know what you're doing. You want to make sure that your children are going to be able to either work ahead or to catch up easily, or if there's even work they can take with them so they can stay right on track. And when they come back to school, they're right there with their peers. Now, the great thing about Ireland is that your kids are going to have downtime. You're not going to be out probably all day, especially if you are visiting in that off season, your evenings are going to be longer. So it's entirely possible to finish your touring around 4, 4.30 and go back to your hotel or your cottage or your B&B and have a lovely afternoon tea and get some schoolwork done before you head out in the evening for maybe an Irish night or an evening at the pub and some music. So it's entirely possible when you're visiting Ireland to still keep up on schoolwork. The, la the last thing you really want to think about is, is it going to impact your child adversely? Now, my children are very flexible. They're really able to work in any environment that we throw them into. But I know that that's not possible for some kids. So knowing how your child does their work, what they, you know, what their flexibility is, are they able to adjust to different circumstances is going to make a big impact on how well they're going to be able to take this trip and adjust from school to a trip and then back to school. If they're not able to adjust quickly in that way, you might not want to take them out of school for a trip. The last thing to remember is that when you're returning, you want to give them a day, kind of a day to just settle back in. So if you can return from your trip on a Friday or a Saturday and give your children the weekend, to readjust to, to life back home before they have to jump right back into school. So those are my tips for taking a child out of school. So finally, wrapping up, nice short podcast today, I'm gonna talk about three of my favorite off-season spots in Ireland. 
But before I do that, I want to remind you that driving is the very best way to see everything that Ireland has to offer. And I am thrilled to be working with Irish Car Rentals to offer the very best quotes that you're going to find on car rental in Ireland. To get your unbeatable quote, visit irishcarrentals.com and use code IFV, that's IFV for Ireland Family Vacations in the promotions box. Now on to those recommended sites. So if you're visiting in the winter months, so November, December, January, you really can't do much better than Dublin. Dublin City has so much to offer, you know, for tours and food and just all kinds of activities. Dublin City is really a great choice. Because you're in the city, you're not going to feel quite so exposed to the elements, I guess you would say. And you can day trip out of Dublin on a, on a fine day down to places like Kilkenny or even over to the Cliffs of Moher. So Dublin City in those winter months is absolutely perfect. In the fall, I love Connemara. On the far west coast of County Galway, Connemara is just this amazing riot of color in the fall and one of my very, very favorite places. Kylemore Abbey is spectacular with the big hill behind it and the beautiful lake. You just can't get better than Connemara in the fall. And in the spring, if you're visiting in March and April, I love the Southwest. Personally, I'm partial to West Cork. You have the beauty that you're going to find in Kerry along the, the um, Ring of Kerry, but West Cork just doesn't have the traffic. So it's a beautiful, wonderful place. You still have a great food trail. You have beautiful, beautiful coastline, great places to hike and climb. And so for a spring visit, I would head to West Cork. Again, I have links in the show notes, so do go ahead and click over. You're going to find all kinds of information on those three places that I recommend to visit in the off-season. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. If you have any questions or comments on the podcast, you can always email me, jody at irelandfamilyvacations.com. And until next time, slanga folk.